I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. All right. What's up, everybody? It's your coach, Coach HP. Welcome to the Coach HP show. This episode, special episode. To start off, this episode has a sponsor. Yes, we are sponsored for this episode. Before we get into that. If you haven't yet subscribed to the most positive podcast on the internet, the only podcast that's slanging it all over the place, day, night, midweek, early week, weekends, is this podcast right here, Positivity 24-7, The Coach HP Show. So if you haven't yet subscribed, please do so. I thank you guys so much for the love. Okay, so my boy send this to me from Psalm Sleep. I'm going to read their advertising, what they wanted to get known out there, and then I'm going to give you my experience. So let's do this. Today's episode is sponsored by my good friends over at Psalm Sleep. Psalm Sleep is a sleep drink that helps you fall asleep faster and sleep better. Their sleep drink is used by over 70 professional sports teams in the MLB, NBA, and NFL, helping the big leaguers get their rest to perform at their best. Psalms made out of ingredients found in healthy diet and is totally drug free. Check them out uh, in Walmart, their website, getsome.com and Amazon. Hope you guys enjoy the episode today as much as I did. And remember to get your Z's. Psalm sleep, getsome.com. Love that. All right, guys, so I try some sleep. They send me, I think, like four cases or something. I'm going to be honest with you. I love me some some sleep. I drink it, and I lay there, and I start to get, like, this good tingly feeling in my, like, in my hands and my feet and stuff, and it really relaxes you. They have two options. They have a sugar one that's 10% sugar, and they have a sugar-free one. I strongly recommend, if you're want to really relax and ease into the sleep at night or whenever you go to bed. I love it. I was a big fan. So love some sleep. I strongly encourage it. Love it. Love it when the show gets a sponsor. Listen, the couple of sponsors that we've had that are known, we got some sponsors that are underground, that are not known. They just want to support the show. Parents who are successful and they, they've, they've contributed to the Coach HP show and they want to rename anonymous. So Big shout out to them. They listen to the episode. They support it. But some sleep. We got them this episode. So big shout out to my man, Justin, and some sleep. So let's get right into this. This episode right here is the reason why Coach HP exists. It exists because relationships. This dude came out of the blue when I was at the Beverly Hills Little League, came up to me, the cutest young little kid you could find he was like 11 years old 10 looked really young was a catcher at the time would always play with his braces i think he had the little ropes 
little rubber bands on the bracelet. He'd always be playing his little cute little mannerisms. He was a catcher. And he said, Coach, I want to work with you on my hitting. Shout out to his mom. She'd bring him every single day to get work in. And he tried. And he translated that into a super successful business, a successful drink, a, su a successful, successful sleep drink, which is outside the box and is very unique. There's a lot of energy drinks out there. I haven't heard of any sleep, chill, put you at ease drinks. So big fan of some sleep, bigger fan of today's guests. So before you get into it, so before I get into it, I want to give a special shout out to my man, Justin Shagarian. Today's guest on the Coach HP Show. And yes, sometimes while you're chilling in a beach club and feeling that vibe with the wind hitting your head, your, I got a bald head. You feel the breeze. You're chilling like at a day party. The music starts to kick and you're just having a good time. That's what the Coach HP Show is about. A vibe of having a good time. Let's go. <laughs> Boom, Justin, the legend Shigarian, bro. What's up, bro? How you doing, man? Thank you for having me. So excited to see you. First time in 10 years, I think it's been. Dude, last time I saw you, you were you had borderline, I don't know, it was like a flat top or a little thing. You didn't have that cool hair you had now. And bro, you the one thing you always had special was that you tried man you really tried and you were you were into it how far did you go baseball wise so baseball i think i started training with you i want to say fourth or fifth grade um and i was definitely someone you know that was not super natural to the sport you know i had to work pretty hard to to get good and so i ended up stopping playing in high school i think was my last time uh sophomore year in high school And then I started taking, you know, other sports a little more seriously and just other activities. But um, that was the last time. But we had a good little run. You know, I remember every day after school going to work out with HP 4.30 p.m. every single day, you know, bro, wherever it was, I was just it's so funny. I was just so I I saw your thing because on Stevie's thing, he put in your story something with you. And I just texted that motherfucker right now because <laughs> he, uh, he put on his story that his car gets in service all the time. Mm -hmm. And then so later on, we're going to tag him and we're going to do something. Did you guys play together? Or was he a year older than you? Um, Stevie was in my grade. Uh, we went to different high schools, but we played together like in uh, club team and little league stuff like that. So were you in the team with the dude from Netflix? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Tony Sarandos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, you never know who's on your seat. I tell it to people all the time. Who would have known that the Netflix guy, he was the Netflix guy at the time, would be on your team, bro, which is crazy, huh? 
Only in only in Beverly Hills Little League. That's the only place that happens. <laughs> and is it Big Tony, right? You still stay in contact with him or no? Big Tony. Yeah, yeah. We see each other every once in a while. I haven't seen him in a little bit, but you know, he's doing his thing. He's uh making shows now and producing and graphic designing, stuff like that. So he's doing really well himself. Bro, how was it for you, man? Growing up in Beverly Hills, how was it for you? Did it feel different? Were you like, man, I'm in crazy town? Like, how's that? Yeah, I mean, it was interesting. I guess for me, um, I didn't grow up in Beverly Hills my whole life, right? So I grew up in East LA, um, not, you know, kind of total opposite of Beverly Hills. And I ended up moving there uh, in fourth grade. And so coming into it, you know, it was an interesting adjustment for sure. Um, not something I was used to, but I kind of caught on and, um, you know, kind of in hindsight, now that I'm older, you know, I look back and I'm like, well, that was, that was a little bit of a crazy town, you know, everything going on, um, all the money, the cars, everything like that, you know, it's definitely a special, you know, very unique place, but I love it. I'm so lucky that I get to grow up there, you know, um, and have all those opportunities. Justin, and for you, people don't know this, you're half Mexican, right? That's right. And the other half is Jewish? No, half Mexican, half Armenian. That's right. Pops is Armenian. That is right. You associate yourself more with which one of the cultures, or is it the same? Um, I associate them both with the same, you know, it's just I don't think of myself more as one than the other. You know, I, whenever someone asks, it's always Mexican and Armenian. Dude, I, you know, we're roommates, right? I lived, before I left to Los Angeles, to Las Vegas, <laughs> I lived with you guys, bro. I was telling that to my wife. I go, this is crazy. I, I I lived with you guys before then. After Beverly Hills, where did you go to school? So after Beverly, um, I didn't do good at school, in high school. You know, I was kind of more into the social scene. Um, really? Anything, yeah, more social scene. More Cared more about sports and girls, you know, more than anything. Um, and I ended up going to community college here in L.A., Santa Monica College. I was there like a year and a half. I ended up transferring out to New York University, and I got my stuff together there. Um, like in New York, New York? New York, New York, NYU. Like NYU? You went to NYU? <laughs> I went to NYU, man. I pulled the <laughs> who, goes, who goes from community college in Santa Monica to NYU, bro? Wow. How up. was that? How was that? It was good. I mean, that was definitely like a, a, a difficult transition, you know, as far as work, workload goes. Now I'm living on my own in a brand new big city in New York. There's so many options of things to do, so many bars, restaurants. Nightlife is open until 4 a.m., you know. On top of that, I have way more difficult classes, um, you know. And at the same time is when I was starting or co-founding my business with my partners. So I just had so many things going on at that time. You know, it was like kind of a hectic, hectic, uh, hectic period of my life. But, um, you know, kind of looking back at it, it really, you know, taught me how to use my time wisely, how to, you know, uh, kind of put things in the correct places. Bro, your mom must have gone crazy huh? when you left. <laughs> yeah, you know, she missed me. She missed me for sure. Dude, I don't know how she, you pulled that off. Living in L.A., New York, which do you like better? Um, I'm back home in L.A. now, so definitely L.A. I'm, you know, I have any of that Cali lifestyle, you know, like Miami, I need the good weather, I need the beach, you know, stuff like that. New York, I think that there's nothing like that vibrancy in that city. You know, the people there, the culture, I think it's unmatched for sure. And I, w I just wish that New York had some better weather. Otherwise, I think I'd probably still be there. It'd be cool, huh? Yeah. With uh, Justin, with the pandemic, bro, everybody's leaving L.A., you went back to LA. Do you feel all difference or no? 
Yeah, I mean, I think that people are really, you know, upset with the way our politicians have handled things recently. They're upset with the taxes, um, you know, and plenty of other issues that I think that they have the right to be upset with. You know, things are getting, the lifestyle is just getting so much more expensive here every day, whether it's rent, whether it's food, you know, you name it. Um, and so, you know, people are looking for those outs, going to Texas, going to Florida, you know, places where they feel they're more heard, where they feel the system makes more sense. Um, so, you know, even the people who are staying here, even myself who came back here, um, you know, people are unhappy for sure. But as of right now, you know, this is just home for us. And, you know, we just have to work to make it a better place. You know, we have to press our politicians and so on. Look at you, buddy. You sound official, man. I love it. I love it. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about this company, dude. Okay. What is, when did you come up with this idea? What was happening here? Who are the partners? Talk to me about everything. Give me the name. Who came up with the name? Give me the whole thing, bro. All right. I'll give you it. So um, my co-founder, Abdul Khan, uh, amazing guy. I used to intern for him back in the day. He, I really credit with kind of getting my life in track with my grades and stuff like that. Really big uh, mentor of mine. Um, so back in 2017, um, he came up with the idea for this product. It's called Psalm Sleep. Uh, it's a sleep drink. It helps you sleep, fall asleep, and helps you sleep better. Um, and he came up with this idea really as a solution to um, issues that we were having in our lives that he was having, you know, as uh, you know, an older adult, I was having as a young kid in college, um, and our other co-founders were having as well. And so as we were developing the product and figuring out what it was going to be, we knew it had to be effective, right? It had to work. It had to really put people to sleep. We had to make sure people weren't waking up and feeling groggy, you name it. And the question kept coming up, you know, why is there no Red Bull for sleep? What Red Bull did to the energy industry was so revolutionary. You know, they made energy something that was cool and badass. They made energy that was something that was effective. And before that, you know, the only things that you can really have to get your energy for coffee and uh, caffeine pills. And so that's exactly what we want to be for the sleep industry right now. Right now, everything is just dominated by melatonin pills, prescription pills, NyQuil, over-the-counter drugs, um, and so on. All these things, very bad for you. Um, and, you know, in reality, um, don't really give you that proper rest that you need. Um, so we want to move it from that pill industry into our natural drink industry, right? And so we needed something that was going to be safe, something that was going to be effective and actually work, convenient, um, cool, and just an overall better product um, than anything else that was on the market. Um, and so after about 12 months, we had countless products that we kept trying, getting the flavor right, getting the efficacy right, you name it. Um, a few months after our launch, when we started selling in Q1 of 2018, um, we were lucky enough to be featured in Sports Illustrated um, in the Super Bowl edition. We had a cover story about how NBA players were starting to use our product um, to battle their crazy travel schedules, their hectic sleep schedules, you name it. Because, you know, in any sport, it's not just NBA, right? You're a Dodger, you're Yankee, whatever it is. Um, you have games sometimes that are late at night, right? You end 10, 10.30 after the press conference, um, after you shower, get back to the hotel, whatever it is. You're not in bed till maybe 1 a.m. And then maybe you have a flight the next day, 7 a.m. So for these athletes and just for anyone in general to perform at their best, you have to really get your proper rest. You have to make sure that you're recuperating, you know, and so on. And so 
Um, we were really lucky to have that really strong start out the gates, especially with that article and the adoption with these athletes. Um, and then after that, you know, it was just flying from there. Justin, and that happened organically or when you got that cover? Um, so we um, were lucky enough to know one of the writers. As far as the, um, as far as getting the product to these uh, athletes and these NBA players um, and these teams, um, that was really all due to um, our one of the first people we ever brought on board. His name's Brad Marks. He's our chief marketing officer. He's amazing what he does. He does all of our team sales, you know, right now um, and other marketing stuff. And right now we have over 70 professional sports teams that we sell to. That's MLB, NBA, NHL, and so on. You know, three out of the last Super Bowl teams, you saw them. Um, the Rockies, it's the official sleep drink for them and so on. And so Brad has just been, you know, indispensable to our company in really getting it into the hands of these people who are not only influencers, but who really benefit from our product, just like the normal average person does, right? It's not just for athletes. You need this, you know, you need your proper sleep to perform at work, whatever your occupation is, um, whether you have uh, shouted out. And, you know, that use case was perfect, right? It's something I just touched on which is he hit a walk-off. You know how jacked he is after hitting that walk-off, how hard it is to sleep. He just took the Dodgers to the next round of the playoffs. I think it was even the World Series. Yeah. And imagine trying to sleep after that, you know? You're just waiting and waiting. And so um, that's just like another perfect use case for our product. I noticed there's a there's a blue can and a black can. Yeah, so there's... What are the differences? We have our Midnight Blue, which is our original Psalm Sleep formula. Um, let's see if we can see it. Sorry. And so this um, is our original formula. It has just a little bit of sugar in it, just for taste more than anything. Um, it's 40 calories. Um, and then we have our zero sugar product, um, which is the light blue can. Um, this is 10 calories, no sugar. So, you know, everything that's in this product is good for you. It's naturally either found in a healthy diet. It's naturally found in your body. Um, you name it. And, I also want to add, you know, the adoption of this drink in the in the sports industry for professional athletes. It's showing our product, you know, is really vetted by the top nutritionists, vetted by the top doctors in the country, you know, and they're um, giving it to their athletes. So it just really shows how superior of a product it is, the quality of it, um, and, you know, how important sleep is just to anyone. Bro, it is to everybody, man. When did you notice you had trouble sleeping? Um, for me, I think it started when I moved to New York City, for sure. You know, it's a city that never sleeps. I was on uh, the second floor of a building in Chelsea on 6th Avenue, one of the busiest streets in New York. You know, and like you have the fire trucks, you have the people yelling in the middle of the night and so on. And so it was really, really difficult for me to like, you know, just fall asleep. I remember being up all the time until five in the morning, you know, and on top of that, you know, we have all these technology now, right? We have so many screens in front of us all the time, our cell phones, the iPad, the computers, um, the TVs, and all of this is tricking our body into thinking it's daytime 24 seven. It's tricking your eyes at night when it's midnight into thinking it's really daytime. And so it makes it even harder for you to fall asleep. It makes it even harder for you to get that proper rest that you need to get. The average person should take, what, one can and you're good, two cans, what's the deal? Yeah, so 
All you need is one can 30 minutes before you go to bed. You know, it's non-carbonated. It tastes like berries. Um, we recommend that you refrigerate it. That just gets the best taste. And it's just a really nice, enjoyable way to end your, end your, end your day. You know, it's, it tastes good and it really works. Psalm. Psalm sleep. Psalm sleep. Who came up with the name? Um, so the name we came up with collectively as a team, as far as like all this beautiful branding, you can see the Psalm logo has the little crescent moon, a very nice logo and stuff. You can see it on our website. Yeah, it's clean. Um, as far as who came up with that, we have the most amazing designer, Christine Kahn. She's unreal at what she does, obviously, and uh, she was in charge of all the branding. She makes sure that you know all of our stuff always looks good. I love that, dude. I love that, man. When you – did you ever think of going on Shark Tank or anything or no? <laughs> yeah, you know, we've thought about it a little bit. Um, but, you know, we're pretty happy with where we are right now with the business um, as far as where we've been expanding. Um, you know, we're found nationally in Walmart. Um, we are found uh, online on our website, getsom.com. We're on Amazon. Um, we just launched some new initiatives in L.A. where you can order it on Postmates if you have a late night. You know, let's say it's 10, 11 p.m. Uh, you can just order it. You get your song in 30 minutes and then that's it. So right now, you know, I feel like we're in a good place. Obviously, we still have a long ways to go. But um, as far as Shark Tank goes, I think that uh, Cuban can wait a little bit. Wait a little bit, huh? <laughs> Dude, when, how do you view owning or being co-founder, being involved with something, man? Does it take a lot of your time? Do you do this 24-7? Like, talk to me. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. It's It, it definitely becomes your life. It's a 24-7 job. You know, we're still, we've been in business three years now, but we still always operate with our startup mentality. Um, so, you know, we're, you know, if I'm sending out a product to an influencer, unboxing it myself and so on. So there's always something that needs to be done. There's always people that need to be reached out to. This job, you know, no, nothing is ever guaranteed, you know, in business or in life. And so you have to stay on it 24 seven, as you know, you know, constantly making content, constantly reaching out to people, figuring out that next move. So um, definitely as a co-founder, there's definitely a lot of pressure, but I'm lucky that we just have a really solid, amazing team with people who have amazing talents are unable to get our product in the places they need to get to um, whether it's professional sports teams, whether um, it's our marketing manager, Erica, who does an amazing job with our online sales and uh, sending it out to influencers and stuff like that. A lot of this stuff isn't easy. And you talk about it in your videos and your podcasts all the time. You know, it's it's you have to be willing to fail. You know, you have to be willing to get rejected. And I think I saw a video the other day on your Instagram. Um, I forgot you had who you had reached out to Coach K, I think. Um, and you know, they said that he was too busy and, you know, motherfucker. Yeah. (laughs) They give you that bullshit answer, man. Coach K get on here, man. He's playing. (laughs) Okay. We want you on here this week, dude. They get this. It's, it's, it's probably the hardest part that people stop. I'm sure when you guys started, it wasn't like, Oh, cool. MLB, let's go. It wasn't like, Oh, perfect. We've been waiting for a sleep thing. This is awesome. How did you deal with failure? How did you guys deal with it? How did you learn about it? Did it affect you? Were you like, bro, nobody believes us? How did you deal with that? I mean, yeah. And and it's still something that we still face to this day, right? We still have all these great things going for us, but we still constantly 
um, face rejection, um, you know, from whether it's a retailer or whatever it is, but that's just really a part of the game. Um, and at first, you know, it's a little off-putting. It doesn't feel good, right? But it's something not that you get comfortable with, but you realize, as you always said, and I remember you always telling me this, you know, when I was young, it's just part of the process. You know what I mean? And I think that baseball has so many great analogies with business and just with life, you know, um, what's like a great hitter considered? It's someone who's batting 300. Okay, so what does that mean when someone's batting 300? That means three out of 10 times that person's gonna get a hit. So seven out of 10 times, you're probably not going to hit, get a hit, and you're still considered a great hitter. So by nature, baseball is just a game of failure, but it comes back to your, um, your coaching on effort and attitude and making sure that you maintain you know, a positive mentality and just recognizing, don't get comfortable with it, but recognizing that it's going to happen. You have to deal with it and you have to move on. Yeah, man, that's good. Justin, how do you deal with, how do you guys think of social, man? Are you like, man, we got to get TikTokers. We got to get Instagram people. What's your conversation about that? Yeah, I mean, um, you know, social media is you need it for any business to survive, right? Um, as far as your brand building goes, as far as getting um, an audience to see your product, getting people to try adopt it. You know, we're doing something that's totally new and that hasn't been done before. We're trying to open up a new industry and that makes it even more difficult um, than if we were doing something that's already been done, right? Because we have to educate consumers um, and stuff like that. So social media has been great for us for those things, getting out, getting the product out there, in front of people's eyes, educating them and so on. Um, and what's really been interesting lately, we've seen a lot of um, content generated by regular users, Instagram, TikTokers, where we're not even reaching out to them, but they find our product, you know, wherever they see it um, on those social platforms, they decide to try it. And then they throw up a post about it, you know, saying, you know, I tried this last night, it really worked and so on. Um, and so, it really is like a testament to how good of our product actually is that these people, um, these influencers, you know, are doing it themselves. We're not reaching out to them for a lot of this content. They're really posting it on their own. And it just shows a lot more organic of a growth um, for our business. Justin, and then do you repost it on your stories? Is that how you do it? Yeah. So we repost a lot of them on our stories, on our, um, on our actual Instagram, on our TikTok accounts, um, stuff like that. So we, we always like, um, you know, giving credit to people for their content, of course, especially when, you know, they're doing this awesome thing of showcasing the world, some of our product when, you know, in reality, they didn't really have to ever do that. That's awesome, man. Are you doing that clubhouse thing? Yeah. So um, not with some right now, you know, we're thinking of some things for it. I'm on clubhouse. I think you would be great on clubhouse. I can really see you, you know, having an well amazing I'm, I'm getting a lot of people asking me about that. What do you think about it? Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's an, I think it's a really cool, unique, amazing platform. I think it's perfect um, for someone like yourself who has great speaking ability, who has some really interesting insight and wisdom um, into various aspects of life. Um, I think it's super cool. If I were you, I'd definitely hop on that. Um, I'm on it. I don't speak on it too much, but I can see you, you know, having a really great presence on there. Um, and it's a really cool little community, you know, with different hubs of what you could hop into. You could talk about, um, you can be in a baseball club, you can be in a motivation club, um, and you do so well on your social, you do so well, 
um, in all the people that you coach, I think that it's just another great platform to get all to get out your message, um, you know, just to the general public. That's cool, man. I got you. Justin, you were a type of guy that your dad wasn't really, he just wanted you to play hard. He really didn't like push you to play the sport or push you to play baseball. So you were one of the few that didn't have that, man. Did mm -hmm. you now looking back, do you have any regrets on your baseball career? Do you ever think about that? Um, yeah, you know, I do think about it every now and then. Uh, I love baseball, you know, uh, I loved training with you at a great time. Um, and I loved working hard, but I was able to find, you know, other avenues and other, uh, disciplines that I enjoyed and I get a similar satisfaction out of than baseball. Right. And so I get that with my business where there's competition and we're facing a lot of the same things, you know, that you and I have been talking about during this episode. Um, and I got that from other sports, you know, that I was enjoying back in high school um, and so on. So looking back, do I, you know, regret anything? No. Um, do, you know, I miss playing? Absolutely. Am I still always going to be a fan and love the sport? 150%. I think that there's nothing like it um, on this planet. No, I, I do. I, I think you, you're a guy that I think you overachieved, man. I think you worked hard. I think you you controlled everything you can control, you know? So I don't think there was uh, any regrets, but I just wanted to ask you, but I didn't see it because I always, I always saw that you put in the work and you showed up and you put in the work and you showed up and, and I think that's key. Who's the coolest person you've met through this thing? Through song? Yeah. The coolest people, I meet so many cool people every day, you know, um, whether it's an investor, um, whether it's another business, uh, other business people, like to give a quick shout out to my boys at Mad Happy. They're killing it over there. They have an amazing clothing brand. Um, they are awesome. You guys, what is it called? Mad Happy. Mad Happy. You guys should go check them out. They do some amazing, good, amazing stuff on their clothing. They're always promoting positivity. Um, same thing that Coach HP is um, promoting on here and his message all the time. Justin, what's your favorite type of music? My favorite type of music. Uh, I like everything. I love hip hop. You know, I love early 2000s R&B. I love Who's your favorite hip hop guy. Oh, my favorite hip hop guy. Yeah. Who do you like? All right. Well, most recently, like new people, you know, I love Travis. I'm still a big Kanye fan. You know, God bless that man. Uh, <laughs> I love. I've been listening to um, a lot of old school rap recently. You know, Raekwon and that whole gang. Who's? What's your favorite Travis Scott song? Travis. Mm. Oh, and Pop Smoke, too. I need to throw him in there as well. You know, rest in peace. That was, the guy's a legend. Travis, I love probably Stargazing. Stargazing? All, yeah. right. All right. And Pop Smoke, favorite Pop Smoke song? Pop Smoke has to, has to be DR. You know, that beat's too hard. It's called DR? DR, you know, like the brand. Oh, DR. Okay. DR. I, I just heard him the other day. I, I've heard of the name. I know the dude died, but... I gotta, I gotta look into. All right, so Dior, Pop Smoke. I'll put you on. I'll put you on. You're the man, dude. You're the man, Justin. What do you wish you know now, bro? That you didn't know in high school. Anything? Yeah. Um, I mean, I think that a lot of the stuff, you know, to get to the point I'm at, and you know, to get to where I'm going, I know a lot of them are going to be, you know, lessons through experience. So. I'm not sure there's anything I wish I knew. I'm glad I went through everything, you know, that I had to go through, you know, to get to where I am and, you know, going forward, it's going to be the same. 
Um, I think that, you know, everything that you preach, I think is hugely important, you know, maintaining that positive mentality, um, being able to communicate properly in, um, in the right times. Um, I think that's something that, like you mentioned all the time, a lot of young boys, uh, young men are not taught to do. Um, it's think thought of more of as a girly thing to, you know, talk about your emotions, this or that, whatever it is. I mean, in reality, it's, one so necessary for anything to be successful, whether it's a baseball team, uh, basketball team, business, uh, school, you name it, right? You need to be able to communicate. You need to be able to, you know, um, not be afraid to ask for what you need or ask for help um, or just be embarrassed about anything like that. You know, we only have one life to live and you really have to just go out there, do what you want, do your thing, be smart about it but make sure that you're putting in the time and effort, you know, to get to where you want to go. And that's the only thing you can control. You know, you can't control the outcome. You can control your effort, like you said, and you can control your attitude and that's all. You're absolutely right, dude. You can't control if you have sweet hair like you. Who'd you get the hair from pops or is it the mom's side? <laughs> I think, I think it's pops and mom, you know, a little bit of both. When was the last time you cut it? I cut it all the time, man. I got to go every month. I need to keep it tight. You know, no, I, I think we got to let the back grow a little bit longer. We really, yeah. We, we got, we got, we'll get that strong uh, West Coast entrepreneur look, bro. It sounds like you want some. Dude, if I could, come on, man. I'd rock that. My whole life, I wish I would have had that, bro. When, Justin, you now hold you, what, 24, 25? 24. 24. So last time I saw you, you were probably, I think, 12. I think 11 or 12, man. No, it was like in high school. I, was, I, I remember. I think before. I don't think... Maybe you were a freshman. Okay, hold on. You graduated high school what year? 2015. Freshman year. Help me with the math. You're the math guy. 2010. No. So last time I said it was 2010. That's crazy, man. Eighth grade, bro. Eighth grade, dude. Same guy, man. Team guy. Loving guy. That's That, that is so cool. Did you ever think you'd have – you'd be an entrepreneur? I think that, you know, I started gravitating towards that in high school. So um, one of our co-founders, Abdul, the person who came up with the concept for Psalm, he was running a tech startup here in L.A. And uh, at the time I was in high school, I had a horrible GPA. I think my GPA was like 2.4, 2.3, something like that, you know, failing out of separate classes and so on. And so um, my senior year in high school, um, I just happened to get introduced to him. He was doing some really cool business stuff that I just, I don't know why I was interested in it, but I just felt an interest in it. Um, I convinced him to let me intern for him. I, you know, I don't know why in hindsight he let me, um, given, you know, I didn't really have any work ethic in terms of that. I had no experience. Um, you know, I had horrible grades and so on. Um, and, you know, similar to my story with you, Hector, or a coach HP, I used to go after school every day and just intern with him. And he really took me under his wing um, in a really cool, nice way and, um, you know, showed me the ropes of business, showed me how to think like a businessman, really gave me the critical mind framework that I needed, you know, and ever since then, it's just been something I've been totally fascinated with um, and just been like a passion of mine. Justin, when you were getting bad grades, was, how was the situation at home with your parents, bro? Was... Was your mom like, I, I could imagine, mom was probably going crazy. How was Carney doing? How was he dealing with it? Was he like, bro, just talk to me about that. Yeah, I mean, 
obviously they were disappointed. They were not happy, you know, um, me in high school at the time, I didn't really care, you know, like they could be with unhappy with me all they want. What are they going to do? You know? Um, but I'm just, I'm lucky that I had that reality check and I found something that I was passionate about and, you know, for, um, anyone else out there, like struggling with the same thing, you know, not interested in the schoolwork, you know, just maybe your brain is not processing it correctly. Um, you know, you have to find really what you love and dedicate yourself to it because it comes so much more naturally, you know, after that, it's not forced. Um, it's something that you are interested in, something that you wake up wanting to do. Um, so I think I definitely have to encourage people to go out there, you know, and find something that they love um, and find something that they think, you know, they can really enjoy for a long time. Absolutely, bro. You So you went to Beverly Hills High School? Beverly Hills High School, that's right. And not like it's actually a, a good school and probably it's because it's Beverly Hills High School, public school. Did you wish you would have gone to private school or you were happy going there? Um, you know, I, w I was pretty happy going to, to public school. Um, I think that, like you said, it's probably a little bit better for public school than most. Um, also, just the area I grew up in, it was right across the street from me. Yeah, I never, you know, I never, it never bothered me. I didn't go to private school or anything. You know, I had friends who went to private school. I had friends that went to public school. Um, I had a great experience at Beverly. You know, I wish I would have maybe uh, focused a little more back then. I wish our sports programs were a little bit better and stuff like that. But, you know, I was, I was cool going to public school. I made some amazing friends, had some great teachers and, you know, had a blast. Do you still talk to a lot of your friends from high school or no? Yeah, talked to plenty of them um, from high school. You know, those are my boys forever. Um, have a lot of new friends. I still talk to Stevie all the time. That's my boy. You know, that's our boy. So, yeah. You know, I saw him and I, when I just started, here's a funny story. So, when I just started the vlogging stuff and the social media stuff, I I spoke in San Francisco and I went to, to Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. And I tried to get, to get him on and he's like, no way. <laughs> we went up to we actually went up to his uh we went up to the old cage and yeah. he still had up there bro the bat that green bat with it was a dragon something his green bat or your green bat oh his green bat his green bat i thought you were gonna say he had the the red bat you always used his no, uh the no. demarini the demarini something like that i don't think i don't know i don't even think i used demarini back then but he had it was like that was like it was like dragging something if I don't recall, but it was just like popping. He just had it thrown. He hadn't. You can imagine, bro. He hadn't been there forever, man. <laughs> it's just it, it's crazy. What what I try to tell people, and you're the perfect example of this. If you learn to do good by people, to help out, right? At, at the time when I started working with you. Single mom, pretty much, because even though your parents were separated parents, so was your mom, only child, you're the love of her life, like everything has always been just, you know, she's always so worried about you and just the stuff. And my thing was always to A, relax her, understand that you're a good dude, you're going to make it if you're going to make it. And if you don't, what matters is the relationships that these sports bring, man. Look at us. We Luckily, we had... You had the CEO of Netflix on a team, the CEO of a, what's this guy's thing called? What is a baby product company? Munchkin. You have, so you have the CEO of Netflix, the CEO of Munchkin, producers, directors. It was, it was just like all because of baseball, which 
wasn't even played in a high school field. We used to play at uh, Beverly Hills Little League in Central, whatever, whatever that, that place is called. The big field there, kind of ghetto for Beverly Hills. It was kind of like makeshift field with the things and stuff like that, man. Yeah. Which is which is crazy, bro. Let's talk relationships. You single? Girlfriend? <laughs> what are we looking at? Yeah, I've been seeing someone. You know, I have a great, a great girlfriend. How long? Uh, it's been like six months now. Oh, good, good, good. Because yeah. I, I, I could imagine with the pandemic, it must have been super hard to be single in, in Los Angeles, no? Yeah, I would imagine so. You know, like it was... Uh, you know, difficult ways to meet, difficult to meet people. If people are living at home still, you know, some people my age are, you know, can't bring them around. The, the parents who are older and so on, and just, you know, difficult to go out and stuff like that, obviously. But, you know, luckily it looks like the light's at the end of the tunnel with all of that. You got your own spot now? Got my own spot here in WeHo. You know, I work from you home. You Hollywood? What up? Yo way, dude. Yeah. You ever go, you ever go to Sushia? Sushia? No, yeah. I don't go to Sushia too much. I have it. I have it every month. Yeah, you know that's my best friend's spot, man. Oh, really? Yeah, right next to Le Petit Four. They just gotta let me know next time you go. I'm I'm gonna let them know you're there. Right next to Le Petit Four. They just opened up now because I know the the stuff got opened back up. Yeah, Justin, I I cannot be more more proud of you. It's easy now to say, oh, I'm so proud of you because you got this big company and all this is great and all stuff, but. You're exactly the same dude that first approached me when I think you were probably eight, bro. And you were eight and you looked like you were five, you know, baby <laughs> face, which now works, by the way, because now it's the reverse. Now you look young and you could be older. But and you, I remember you, you came up to me and you, and you wanted to work with me. And, and it wasn't your mom. You, you did that by yourself, man, which was crazy to me, bro. So I couldn't be more proud of you. I couldn't wish nothing but the best and the continued success and everything that you've done, bro. Before I let you go, any questions for me, man? Anything I can help you with? No questions right now, man. I want to thank you and tell you how much I appreciate you. You were always such a big mentor in once my life, you know, wherever it was, whether it was in baseball, you know, um, in being a friend with girls, you know, you name it. And I think that um, Coach HP is like a perfect name for you because maybe back in the day it was more of a baseball thing, you know, for me. But now you have such a larger platform and you're doing so many things, right? Outside of sports, you're also a motivational speaker, you know, positive positivity speaker. And so you're not just an athlete's coach, you know, you are a life coach. You're giving kids, uh, young kids, even parents, you know, who are struggling raising their kids, whatever it is, um, you're giving them values and a framework to use that they can apply not just to baseball not just to golf whatever it is but they're going to be able to apply it to every other facet of their life and um it's that same knowledge that you gave me that you know i apply every day um at psalm school and you name it so i gotta thank you for everything brother and you know congratulations on everything i love to see what you're doing all the time you're the man dude you're the man where can they where can they find you Give a little shout out there. Come on. Here we go. So you could find us at Walmart in Florida, you know, across the nation as well. You can find us on getsom.com. That's G-E-T-S-O-M.com. Um, and in, you're in L.A., Bristol Farms, Gelson's. Just go on our website. We have a store locator, and you can see the closest place to buy it. And Amazon, too. Are you doing Amazon? Amazon, too. You know, in L.A., we're on Postmates, Uber Eats. So we're all over the place. We're expanding every day. We're going to be in other retailers very soon. Boom, there it is. Again, I can't thank you enough, Justin, for coming on the show. Can't thank you guys for listening. 
any way you guys want to connect, connect with me at Coach HP on all social handles, at Coach HP on Instagram. If you want to email me at thecoachhp at gmail.com. So it's thecoachhp at gmail.com for email, at Coach HP on Instagram. DM me any questions on anything. It's your coach. Love you guys. Remember, at the end of the day, keep going hard and do your thing. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.